Welcome to the Off the Bench Podcast, home of all things sports here in the Central Valley. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Pod Off the Bench. All right, welcome back to the Off the Bench Podcast, Jason. We got a, you know, doing a, more basketball this week. We got a, you know, big week, NBA draft. Yes. So, uh, yeah, we got some good stuff today. We're going to talk to, uh, you know, one of those guys that a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people know his name, but a lot of people don't know much about him here in Fresno. So, uh, yeah, we're going to talk to Mr. Mike Hill. How you doing today, Mike? What's going on, fellas? We're doing good, man. We're doing good. We're excited to, to get to know Mike Hill. Who is Mike Hill? <laughs> um, Mike Hill's a genuine dude, loves basketball, loves the city, you know, puts himself, uh, puts himself last a lot of times and, you know, shit, it paid off, you know, for the most part. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I, uh, you know, follow you on Twitter, have for a little while. And I think a lot of people are like me where we've, we've just, you know, we, we've heard of Mike, we've heard of you, we know who you are, we know that you work with a, pretty much every top player in the city, but, uh, yeah. you know. What, who are who are you? Where'd you come from? You know, where, did you play ball in high school? Like, where'd you uh, where'd you go to school? Um, well, originally I grew up Fresno High area. Um, you know, I ended up transferring to Tanaya. Um, you know, starting probably like seventh grade. Um, we formed a good group there, and then I went to Bullard. Used to take the Fax twenty six bus, um, all the way into my sophomore year until I had to move with my grandparents because Tony had a five thirty practice, so there was no way I was gonna make five thirty practice. All coming from. <laughs> Right, hey, so. the bus don't run that early. Nah, I didn't run that early. I didn't found that out at Hoover. Coaching at Hoover, <laughs> the bus don't run that early. Yeah, yeah. With Sharp, with Sharp though, I was I was able because Sharp, you know, had six period. Then we went we went right into practice. But you know, sophomore year, I wanted to play varsity. Um, you know, Tony came, kind of changed the whole culture. Um, Jason, I mean, you you've seen me grow up. I mean, our group was always Bullers going to be good. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's another topic to 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 talk about. Jason and John Jones should have took the job. You know what I mean? <laughs> Those were two people that we wanted to take the job when Sharp was let go, unfortunately. And uh, Tony hopped on it, and you know, it was like a hotbed. When you say that, Jason, like, oh yeah, do, like you, you get the Buller job, you're gonna be successful. No, yeah, because you guys had a bunch of talent. Um, it started with you guys too. You know, like you guys kind of set that foundation, which end up, you know, setting that that run. You know, a lot of people don't understand how talented you guys were. Um, and you guys kind of just, at times, I think you guys would just go through the motions, you know? Um, and I think kind of you guys needed somebody to kind of rein you guys in, bring you guys in together and kind of, you know, like, like let's get to work. And when you guys were focused, had the right mindset, you know, you guys are super talented. That's why you guys, you know, you guys obviously went on to go win that section championship. No, a thousand percent. You know what I mean? But look, that's another reason why we'll get to that later. Why in college, why I decided like I wanted to start my own training program and that ended up being, my senior thesis, but go back to high school, sophomore year, junior year, you know, we're okay. We're kind of underachieved, but senior year we click. I think we're like seven and six at one time or seven and five. We just lost to Clovis high. Um, you know, and Tony has all the seniors in the meeting up at Hoover. We send the back, we send the, uh, the old locker room and Nats was just tore us apart. <laughs> like it, it wasn't, it wasn't Tony talking. It wasn't Hobbit, Jason, Auburn. It was, it was Nats. It was like, you just, MFing us, just dropping bombs, but like Natsu doesn't really say much, you know what I mean? Coach was like always just, you know, the positive reinforcer. So when he was saying it, kind of like woke us up. And then I think we went on to win like 20 straight games or something. 
and then we ended up winning a, a section title. But we had a good team. I mean, me, Juwan, uh, Juwan Hammond, two-sport athlete, you know, all-state football, all-section basketball. Carl Goodman jumped jump out the gym. Carl's super um, athletic. So super athletic. athletic. We used to throw lobs all the time to him. Uh, Anthony White, our 3 and D specialist. It's funny, a 3 and D specialist was like 5'8", you know, in the Valley, but... <laughs> It's a little different dealing with the NBA personnel. You know what I mean? Three and D, you got to be six, seven plus with long arms. But, you know, Pope kind of, our Anthony played that well for us. Um, and then we had a good group coming up with uh, up under us. We had Walter. We had uh, we had Walter Orr. We had Corey Silverson. We had Chris Russell. We had that group coming. Of course, they get some transfers. But, you know what I mean? If we don't win, where do those transfers go? You know what I mean? Where do the, where do the arm sets get sent if they don't? You know what I mean? They see that Buller lost six seniors perfect fit you know yeah and they already uh, had the foundation set as yeah and like yeah no i definitely understand yeah for sure so junior college or high school comes and goes um i get recruited here and there d2s and ais i mean i was good you know i mean jason you can kind of piggyback what you thought of my game but i was good but looking back like i just loved basketball that's what made me good i wasn't super athletic um i probably dunked the ball five times in my career i can shoot but i was super smart i was competitive and i knew how to play so um, you know, I was one of those kids that, you know, I always look back and, you know, if I would have put the time in, I would have probably got more than what I, you know what I mean, was, was able to get. So, um, you know, I went to junior college with MJC, Modesto Junior College, didn't want to go to Fresno City, didn't want to go anywhere in the Valley. Like I wanted to get out of the Valley ball persona. Does that make sense? And kid you not, my freshman year in junior college, I learned how to come off a of pick and roll. Um, we'll get to, we'll get to that later. Why? I teach pick and roll so heavy in, in my individual training, but I didn't learn how, I didn't know how to come off a of pick and roll. Like I didn't know how to, what the read is. I didn't know what the down screen is, but I knew how to play off of closeouts and I knew how to make reads. So I'm not trying to, you know, completely knock the dribble drive, but there's concepts even in the NBA, but like basic concept of coming off a of ball screen, coming off a of pin down, coming off a of floppy action, coming off of, you know what I mean? How to curl, how to flare. Like, that's stuff that we didn't learn. And, you know, Jason's teams at Clovis North, I mean, we lost to a bunch of skateboarders and Ethan Larson, and Ethan Larson my junior year, twice, <laughs> I think. Like, no, like no, I think we was 1-2, and we were by far the more talented team. Yeah, because we won the and, Division like, two. We won D2 that year. You guys won D1. Yeah, but you guys, like, I, we, you had our number for some reason. It was weird. Like, we were, like, you match up individual player, like, Quentin, me, me, you know what I mean? Juwan, Richie, Juwan, Ethan, Carl, okay, you can split that. But everyone else, like, we were better. But why did, why why can't we beat Clovis North? Because they're going to run that offense. They're going to come off those screens. They're going to get an open three. Ten times out of ten, or Ethan going to get a dump down. Or someone's going to, you know what I mean? We were scrambling on defense. Yeah, we were know? just making those reads, just that read and react yeah, offense. Break the press. But it was crazy. Y'all didn't even break the press to score. Y'all broke the press to run offense. Because you didn't want to get into a fast pace up tempo game. We want to control tempo. Teams that play fast, you want to like you want to slow them down. Teams that play slow, right. you want to speed them up. It's all about controlling tempo. And that was and that was credit to Schreeder because he was such a, like a dying like he was uh he thought differently. I look back, I look at the teams that thought differently. Like you know, you play Central LeBeau, you know you're gonna get pressed. You play uh, Clovis East, you know you're gonna get pressed. But when you play Clovis West and Clovis North, it was a little different. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like, Orleans ran that half court, just that stifling half court defense yeah i mean we held denzel said denzel johnson to like 723 shooting but who counts <laughs> who's counting now <laughs> but <laughs> we had we held him down uh 
but he got an open look every time off that, you know, off the flex action. He's catching it mid post, catching face. You know what I mean? He, the Orlich played to his strengths. So junior college, go, go back to junior college. Junior college uh, comes, I think I was like eight, nine points my sophomore, my freshman year. Sophomore year, I was like 18, 19, but I just, I remember my sophomore year summer, I really like dedicated to my time to training, like individual putting the time in. And I just kind of like took off, like, you know, I just, I put the work in. You know, I shot like 38% from three, 48 from the field, 85 from free throw. And I has, uh, had a lot of D2s, ended up going to uh, a school in Nebraska, redshirted there, then ended up at uh, Dominguez Hills. And then Dominguez Hills issued in, you know what I mean? Me and the coach didn't get along. Then I went my then I went to NAI. I finished at an NAI school uh, called Pacific Union. So at Pacific Union, I was NAI All-American. I think I was third-team All-American. Average 19. Um, but I just had a, um, I just had my daughter at the time. So, you know what I mean? I'm contemplating, you know what I mean, dropping 20 and then changing diapers at the night. You know what I mean? It wasn't... <laughs> It, it wasn't a cool, you know what I mean? It wasn't a good. No, yeah, you have different priorities, man. Like, it's just. Yeah, for sure. But I loved it, though. I love basketball so much. But I'm thinking at the time, you know, this is my senior year. And I think um, the summer before, so I'm, I, this this when I got into training. You know, Colin's training me this whole time. And uh, Colin's Slater Sr., he's training me. And I'm like, man, I, I want to play overseas. But then, you know, I, I'm refing at the time. So the first kid I've ever started training was Deion Shroud. And it was Clovis West tournament. Me and my buddy Juan are reffing him, and he does it. And Cash is the the best player on the team, and everyone's saying how great Cash is. Now, mind you, Cash Williams is a hell of a player, three times Valley champ. No knock to him, you know what I mean? But you know, Dion did this in and out at half court, took one dribble, and I swear to God, he put his arm behind his neck and took off and back rimmed the dunk. Me and Juan looked at each other like, "What the hell?" And he but he put his head down immediately. I came up to him at halftime. I said, why'd you put your head down? He said, I missed the dunk. I said, bro, no one in this, no one in Fresno is doing that. And I said, get my number down. We going to get in the, you going to come get in the gym with me. So him and his, my, me and he got my number. And then, you know, I started, he started training. Does that make sense? He started training with me. And I just, I saw the potential. I saw his kids are six threes, kind of slow. But his arms are to his ankles and he has bounce. Like, this is what a prospect looks like. You don't, you don't get kids like Deion Shroud walking around Fresno every day. You know what I mean? And this progression, I think he's at Central at the time. And then, you know, situation with Streets doesn't go there. I tell him how I said, look, true to honest to God's story, we're outside of Centerpoint when I was working there. Me and Jason kind of a lot of similarities. Me and we Jason do. both worked at Centerpoint. Both used to both be both used to work out, stop the like be on the clock, go hoop for 30 minutes, come back up front, you know what I mean? Make sure everything's good. <laughs> Grab some tip jar money, go get some lunch, come back, all on the clock. You know what I mean? Centerpoint was the most relaxed job I've ever had in my life. Would you agree, Jason? Oh, 100%. Chris Dahowski got me that job at Centerpoint. Yeah. It's not our house, man. He did a great job with the organized chaos, too. But um, we go, Dion is just in the gym with me constantly, you know, and I tell him, like, bro, you need to, like, I think you need to leave. Uh, You know, and Brad, Brad Rosnowski's always coming into Memorial all the time, and he's bragging about London, and I'm like, yo, London's all right, and I, you know, but you know, I ended up training and getting in a good relationship with London, but London's like a solid, you know, D2, small D1, low D1 player. I'm like, hey, I told Dion straight up, if if you're not happy with Memorial or if you're not happy with Central, like, you need to go to Memorial because London's averaging 18 there and you're better than London. And that's where the persona of where it all started, Mike sending players to Memorial. Does that make sense? Like, mm -hmm. Mike's working out all Memorial players, blah, 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 this, blah, 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 that. 
mind you, I'm pro player. If you any, if you're a player in the city, I'm gonna enhance you to be that. Does that make sense? And so I'm looking up camps. I'm looking up, you know, who the top grassroots writers. So I got a relationship. 2016 with Ronnie Flores, Dino Stragones, Frank Broson. These are lasting relationships with 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 the people you need to know in the grassroots scene. Does that make sense? Like I'm just networking because you know I feel like you know that's what you that's what I was learned to do. That's what I was taught to do as a yeah, as a young man. You got to network. You got to know who to talk to and what you know. You know so um, you know then I just I quote unquote was like kind of became Dion's guy. Like I'm telling Dion and you know end up and then Juice. You know, we end up meeting Juice. Well, I grew up with Juice's brother. That's Justin Hills Camp. Um, and I tra- started training him. And I'm like, bro, Juice, you got game too. You white with wiggle. Like, who's doing that in the back? <laughs> you're 6'3", 6'4", and you play like you black. Like, bro, what? Like, you're nice as shit. You're nice as, you know what I mean? You're super, super nice. Like, you really got game. Um, mind you, if Juice would have went to, like, Clovis North, Clovis East, Clo- any any other school but Memorial with, 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 the, with the heavy hitters, Juice would average – Juice would average 20, 25 points, like 20, 20, 20 points a game. Does that make sense? No, I agree. I've always told, I've always told like Alex Giannetta, like how talented Justin, but you know, like when you're playing on a team that has four of their D1 guys, you know, professional, also professional player, like, you know, it's, there's only one ball. Yeah, two, think about it, man. He played with two potential pros who's, who his best friends are. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, that's rare, you know, and Brad ran a slow offense. So, you know, they sat juice in the corner. You know what I mean? I would have put that five out offense, but we won't go back to that. We won't go, you know, we won't get to that later. So juice and juice and juice and Dion are, I'm training every time I come back home the weekend to see my daughter. Like I'm bringing my daughter's five months old I'm at center point. I'm bringing her to the gym and I'm training these kids for hours. Then I'm dropping them off on them. You know what I mean? I'm really, these are on the weekends that I don't play. So it's 2015, 2016 hits. I graduate, I think in March, we're on quarter system, but my senior thesis in January, I started. Um, it's, you know, I wanted a program called They Got Next. It was a training program giving back to this, the community. Uh, you know what I mean? It was a nonprofit LLC. You know what I mean? I'm thinking this this whole time. I'm 22, and no one else was doing that in Fresno. I mean, Colin was, but he got blackballed by Clovis Unified. So, of course, you know what I mean? And, you know, people people going to run Colin off the wrong way. I'm letting it out. Like, there's no... No, yeah, because I remember I opened, being at Hoover, I'm the one who opened up the gym, and so every Sunday I opened up the gym for senior. And that's kind of where you and I kind of got close is because, you know what I'm saying? I'd open the, that's when I think you were playing. I would, I would come, yeah, I would come work out with Colin. We'll, yeah. we'll shoot the shit, we'll talk. And that was that. So me and you built a relationship, followed each other on Twitter, Instagram. You, I mean, we've always been cool. You yeah. know what I mean? From high school. You were the young coach at Clovis North that always used to tell us, come come to Clovis North. You know what I mean? Leave Bullard. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> You know, they were they were recruiting me, Juwan heavy, you know what I mean? But I was Juwan's best friend, so, like, of course I was coming too. So that was that. And then, but, yeah, so, you know, I'm in the midst of process. I'm like, man, do I really want to play overseas? Like, I got some offers. You know what I mean? I probably had, like, I think my best offer to play overseas was, like, $2,500, $3,000 a month. And I was like, you know, it's not worth it. You know what I mean? I got a kid, like, and I really wanted to train. So at this time, um, you know, I'm looking, I'm following Dino's, and then, boom. I, I see the Pangos All American tweet and it's and it's like best prospect to come out of Fresno a long time. Six three, twenty twenty, uh I'll send it to you after this. Twenty twenty, Jalen Green is gonna be the best pro the best prospect to come out of Fresno a long time. And I used to ref every summer and I remember this long, lanky kid that used to play for Central Flight Club and uh what was the team? Valley Villains. 
you know, and he was a good athlete, but long, but I just think, like, you know what I mean? He, he, you have to go to those showcases at a young age to get seen and recognized. You have to go to a Dino's event. You have to go to a Ryan Silver event because those are where the best of the best kids are there. And mind you, Jalen in eighth grade, he was probably a top 10, top 15 kid in the, um, in, in California. You know, mind you, the eighth grade class was loaded. Kyrie Walker, Shamar Morrow, uh, you know what I mean? It was loaded with a lot of mature looking kids. Does that make sense? And I, and this is what I stick to this theory to this day. Um, I don't like mature looking kids in high school. I like mature looking kids when it's time to look mature when you're an adult. Does that make sense? No, but yeah, I don't like- you like what people don't understand is like, like you're not, it's not based on skill set. Like except like eight, like how many times is the best eighth grader in the country? The best senior in the country. It's not very often yeah. because the kid is just, he's just a grown man playing against little kids. He's just using his grown man. You know, like he's just more mature. He's not actually, a, it's not actually a skill set. It's just more of, I'm just bigger, faster, stronger than you. But then when we, you know, when you balance it out, when, you know, when now it's based off skill set, then you get to see who rises to the top. No, for sure. And then, you know, I'm like, is this that kid? And then I, and then I've seen a picture. I'm like, yeah, this Michael Jackson looking kid. That is him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. And then I seen his, his Twitter was under he retweeted it and I tweeted him like, hey, like I heard you're about to go to Memorial with Juice and Dion. Like, let's get in the gym when I come home. And then he was like, okay, bet. Like, those are my bros. You know what I mean? Like, it was simple as that. That's how our relationship started. Like, let's get in the gym. You know, and people took that the wrong way. Like, honestly, people took the fact that I was in the kid the gym with the kids so much that, you know, they took it the wrong way. Like, what my what's Mike's agenda? What's this and that? I'm like, what the hell? What you mean? What's my agenda? I want to make the city lit. What are you talking about? Like, I grew up on Deshaun Stevenson. I grew up on B95 Showdown. I grew up on Mata's era. I grew up on that. Like, why? Well, that was the best era in Fresno basketball. Clovis West was packed. Clovis Edison was packed. Ormond had multiple D1 kids in every year. Uh, Von Webb. You know, I mean, my dad went to Washington Union. I used to stay at the Washington Union games. Those were superstars to me. Why wouldn't I want to make this? You know what I mean? And I've seen it in these kids. Like, Deion is going to be sick. Deion is 6'4", six, 6'5", six, super bouncy. He's going to be nice. And then when we seen Jalen, it was like, okay, he got the great foundation. Jalen's foundation has always been good. He could be able to shoot. He had a motor, and he was long, and he was an athletic. You know what I mean? And he played hard. That was what separated him. His skill, if you look from his freshman year to his senior year to, to even now, he's worked his butt off. No doubt about it. You know what I mean? And we'll talk about that going forward. So we go to, uh, you know what I mean? We get in the gym and then they, Jalen is, is at Rayburn. You know, it's a big decision. You know, I mean, his family decides we're going to Memorial and then they go to Memorial and then it's like their first term is at Clovis West and it's like, oh my goodness, these kids are freaks. Like this is going to be the beginning of a dynasty if they did it right. But I'm going to call it how it is. The, the politics at Memorial stopped the dynasty from happening because they put those two kids against each other. Dion didn't play California United, and that was Quincy Pondexter's AAU program at the time. That got flatlined once Jalen left. We'll get to that, too. Dion played Team Arsenal. You know what I mean? And that was best for Dion. KP, Dion played seven, right? KP. Yeah. KP. He played 17U as a freshman. Dion got so much better that summer instead of, you know what I mean, playing 15U and playing mistakes. Like, he had to learn how to play basketball. And I kind of told Dion, like, you don't got to play Cali United. Go play over here. Like, go go find your own lane. So him and Juice went to go play there. And, uh, you know, Jalen was Cali United. Like, Jalen had his show. Like, you know what I mean? It was kind of scripted with him. I like to say that a lot. Like, it was scripted with him. So 
you know, it, it was a division there, like, oh, Mike's taking the boys over here. I'm like, no, nah, I'm pro player, bro. Like, Dion needs to do best over here. Juice needs to find his lane over here. Like, they, they bet, you know what I mean? These are all, these boys are all best friends. They all spend the night at Juice's pool house, all, all of them, to this day. You know what I mean? When they're in Fresno, they stay in that Juice's pool house. Like, they're that tight. But the thing that I didn't like is we divided these boys, especially Dion and Jalen at a young age. Like, instead of bringing them together, like, we, we divided them. Like, oh, so you're over here with Mike. You don't need to work out with Mike. And that was like, what are y'all on? Like, this doesn't happen in L.A. This doesn't happen in Oakland. This doesn't happen even in Sacramento. Why are we dividing the two best prospects in Fresno against each other? Does that make sense? Like, it didn't, it didn't make sense. So, but that summer, I got tight with um, Jalen's mom's boyfriend at the time. Like, we got really tight. And, you know, we stayed, uh, you know, I was constantly like, yo, like, let me work him out. Like, I can make him good. And he didn't want, want, want me to at the moment. And uh, looking back, it made sense. And we'll get to that, too. But, you know, eventually, I started getting to the gym with Jalen. And I started getting to the gym with Deion. And they took off. Honestly, they honestly took off in London, too. Now, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. London, I got London good, too, but he was older than them. These boys were 14, 15 years old. Does that make sense? And I added so much to their game, and they kind of took off. So their freshman year comes. Um, true story. Pangos camp comes up. Um, it's Juice, Jay, Dion, and uh, Jonah Crump. We, we ride my Toyota Camry. You know what I mean? I barely got a thing like I'm I'm barely starting my training business, right? Like literally barely starting it. I'm I'm training out of Ryan's gym, back gym. Um and you know, the Pangos camp is coming. You know, we had a you know, Jay was going, they all stayed the night at Juice's house Thursday night. We left Friday morning and um, you know, we went. True story, my my back breaks, I swear to God, we're not worth like we're squeaking on the way up there. And so we hopped in my car and I'm like, shit, I cannot get you know what I mean? I'm thinking the whole time like, you know what I mean, these boys <laughs> These boys, like, I get, you know, my back breaks are squeaking, like, you know. You put all these kids' you know, lives in danger. Yeah, like, I'm putting my life in danger. <laughs> but we, you know what I mean? It just makes up for the great story that it really is us. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like, no BS. You can ask the boys this. So they go, we pull up, you know what I mean? We thank God we make it. You know what I mean? We have a good time. Um, you know, we got, I, I, we got the hotels. I got their room. We got my room. Um, we get to the gym. We go to the gym, 24-hour fitness, that Friday night just to get some shots up. That Saturday morning, that Saturday day, they killed it. Like, Dion and Jalen put on an effing show, bro. And it was like, oh, my goodness. And somebody walked up to me and was like, bro, you know, you can start your own AAU program with these two, being the face. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, it's just more like, what are you like? I'm thinking, like, this is my first introduction to the game. You know what I mean, Jason? Like, yeah. what you mean? Like, I'm looking at, like, be like, bro, you don't understand. These tickets is rare. You know, Jalen 14, Dion just turned 16, and they, bro, they're dominated. Like, Jalen, I think it was the best prospect in the camp. Evan Mobley was two. Johnny Juzang was three. Dion was five. Who was four? Isaiah Mobley. So that was how it, it started. And then next weekend, Jalen goes to USA with his family. Um, and then, boom, the, the hype train just took off. So I'm thinking in my head, like, bro, I, we got to capture this shit. Like, I got I to gotta capture this moment. Like, okay. Um, I got to capture this. So, oh, oh, let's, let's, let's roll back. Let's roll back. Let's roll back. So Monday, the Monday we come back, it's the first day of live period. Fresno State's there three deep. So I'm walking up to the gym and Brad's like, yo, you can't be in here. And I'm like, Brad, what you talking about? You know what I mean? Like, I can't be in the gym. Like, I just, you know, I just took the boys to the, to the camp. He's like, yeah, it's only parents only. You know what I mean? College coaches are here. 
and I and I'm and I'm like I'm about to cuss Brad out. Like, what are you talking about? So I go outside, and I'm just like, whatever. Brad's like, you know, you know, Brad is getting in his feelings. You know, he wants all the shine. You know, what I mean, Brad wants all the glory. Brad Bresnowski is one of my good friends. You know, what I mean, I honestly did that. But you know how he gets Jason? Like, I want all the credit. Like, you know, what I mean, I'm the guy. I, I'm I'm coaching these guys. Like, Brad, we know you're the coach, but it's okay to let the trainer in that's busting his ass with these kids every. You know what I mean? The skill development is coming here. So I go outside and another coach, I'm like, on the name was like, yeah, you was out there running your mouth, making this about Mike Hill. Like, what? I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, how are you not proud these boys just put on? Y'all so worried about me and what I'm doing. I'm networking. I'm moving around. Like, how are y'all so worried about me and not happy for the boys? He was like, yeah, you just need to stay in your lane. You're making this about you and your training program and how you're the best trainer, this and that. And that's when I knew. I took a step back and I realized we're effed as a city. Because in L.A., there's a thousand Mike Hills, bro. You know what I mean? In Texas, there's a thousand Mike Hills. People like me are appreciated. You want to know why? Because we're giving back to the youth and we're young and we can network. You know what I mean? There's a difference between being a younger and older generation and a younger generation. I'm kind of in the middle. I can relate to the old and I can relate to the young. You know, the young kids ain't going to listen to no old dude. You know what I mean? It's going to look weird. You know what I mean? I literally was, you know, a perfect age. That's why I said I kind of hit lightning in the bottle. So, you know, that was that. I didn't say I, I didn't take no hard feelings. The next day, Brad was like, "Yeah, we got to take your keys. Like, you can't be working out here no more." And I was like, "That's that? Okay, bet. I'm finna go work at Clovis North." Boom. Tony gave me the gym. Uh, gave me the gym keys. I'm I'm hustling out of Granite Ridge, and all the boys started taking Granite Ridge. You can. Have, I mean, me and Jay was talking about this the other night. I probably spent over like three thousand dollars on Uber with him in high school, Ubering from Granite Ridge and back. Does that make sense? Just boom, boom, boom. Mike, I need to get in the gym. Uber, come on, let's go. Uber here, Uber there. So Clovis North, I, I got the gym and Jason. And as you know, you get three gyms to Clovis North, you can make some good money at Clovis North. So I'm getting, I'm keeping those, I'm keeping those boys in the gym. I'm getting on schedule. Like, but I kept that those core kids in the gym, like Jalen and Dion, London and Juice, and you know Jonah Grown. I kept that core in the gym. Those were my core in the gym, and it just added on to that. So I ended up coaching seventh grade for Granite Ridge. You know. Uh, Coach Jones' kid was my first. Nico, he's about to be a senior, was my first kid. Damn, time fly. He's about to be a senior. Yep. Whew, that was yeah, that was that was a minute ago. Nico in seventh grade, by the way, looked like Trey Young. I used to let him shoot 30 footers every day, every game. I on ball screen. Tony would be so mad. It's not the dribble drive. I said, Tony, he's a he's a point mark, he's a playmaking off the bounce. Like, let him high on ball screen, he's shooting from 30 feet. Like he was so creative. And, you know, uh, they used to get so mad, but I'm like, hey, I'm letting my player rock. Like, I don't care what nobody says. Like, we going to win or lose by Nico Jones figuring it out with a high on-ball screen. I'm not going to let someone in the corner who isn't as skilled, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, that's my philosophy. I'm not a great X's and O's coach. I was more of a – I was more of a um, – Jimmy's and the Joes. Is, yeah, Jim's and Joes. That's what, that's what I was no, saying. No, that's what but, people don't understand, man. It's – you can run the best offense in the world – if you ain't got guys who can make shot makers, it don't matter. No, facts. So, you know, and then, you know, the boys were taking off at Memorial. They, uh, and this is where the politics came in. You know what I mean? If I'm at Memorial, Dion and Jalen are getting 20 shots a game. Everyone else is getting 10. Like, that's how it is. London, you're not dribbling the ball up the court. We're, we're the, you're playing too slow. And Jason, you were there. The, I mean, Dion's mom's going off at games, and oh, Jalen needs more shots. It became Loki like a like a, a circus. 
And it just, it was, it was more so like, let's, let's just play fast. You have freak athletes. Let's play fast. Why are we walking the ball up the court with London Taylor dribbling 30 times to run a play? I'm tired of running Florida. You know what Florida is. They still, Brad still runs it. They come and you dribble off the, off a, uh, what is it? You dribble off of horns. You know what I mean? The strong side. Then you set a weak side. The weak side flares. And then there's a wide open three. I'm tired of running horns. Let's run up and down. That team, that freshman year, Jalen's freshman year, should have won, I wouldn't say one state, but they should have been scoring 80 to 90 points a game. They probably scored 60 points, 70 points. Their best game that year was against Bullard. You want to know why? They scored 100 points because they didn't run zero plays. They got pressed all game. They gave up 88, but they put up 100. This is the year after Lonzo Ball and the Chino Hills team. Why didn't they take the play the same philosophy as them? And mind you, I'm on Twitter, so I'm tweeting all this. Like, I'm not – I'm not – I switch my Twitter nowadays because I'm just more in a different profession, and I got to kind of watch what I say. But I, when I was younger, Jason, you can admit, I was going off. Like, what are we doing? Like, this is slow. Like, I'm, I'm not holding anything back. I'm not holding anything, but, anything back. This didn't make sense to me. Let's play – these kids need to play fast. And, and that's when the whole – Mike just works for him. He's working at Clovis North, but he's, you know what I mean? He's the trainer at Memorial. So, you know, mind you, I'm training these, the top kids in the city for free, bro, for free. That's not, that's unheard of, bro. I'm giving my time, my effort, away from my kid, away from my, you know what I mean? Away from myself to you to get you better. And it's for free. Like, that's not, that people don't do that. Does that make sense? No, okay. Hard. Hold on real quick, Mike. So here's my thing. You like, I know I've actually seen you work out and it's the progression of how you've improved as a trainer. Cause I remember when you first started off to where you are now is unbelievable. Where do you, where have you gotten like the ideas and the different philosophies of how you train? Like, where did you uh, get watch, that stuff? Watching film, watching certain players and just knowing your player. So like for like Jalen, like right now it's just like, okay, who is he? He's a mixture of a whole bunch of people. He's like a creative player, kind of like. So he's a freak athlete like John Morant. Um, he's a six six like Zach Levine, and he kind of plays like, and he has a and he has a tray ball like Donovan Mitchell. So you kind of kind of put all of them and what they do and just run different sets. So like last night or yesterday, we the Rockets workout. Um, he just worked out for the Houston Rockets. Um, they pretty much ran a workout similar to mine, and he killed it. And the coach, Stephen Silas, walks up to me and was like, hey, so, like, you know, he was so comfortable with it. And Jay was like, yeah, this, this is what we do. Like, this is nothing new. Coming off the ball screens, DHOs, pin downs, like, catching shoots. It's very, basketball is a very simple game. When you have a star player, you know what I mean, everyone kind of runs the same. Like, Ja, of course, is going to get more pick and rolls than anyone else because he's a pick and roll point guard. But if you look at, like, who Jalen is compared to be, like, a Brad Bill, Zach Levine, um, Who's the other? Donovan Mitchell. Uh, just watch how they play. They're all good off ball screens. They all have good ISO moves, and they all can create their shot, and they all can finish at the rim. So you just kind of got to watch. You know, he's not a Devin Booker. He's more athletic than Devin Booker. You know what I mean? Jalen at 24 is going to be putting his neck at the rim. You know what I mean? Like Devin Booker's a little bit more technical. It kind of plays like a 32-year-old Kobe. Jalen is a freak athlete, like kind of similar to Jordan, young Kobe. You know what I mean? I hate to throw that word out there, but that, that's what type of athlete he is. So – you have to really balance everything off his first step. So, you know, and that's that. Do you watch, um, so that's what, do you like, like obviously like every professional basketball player has like their own like trainer. And I know there's certain guys that you've um, like, you've seen them work out, you know, like, 
like the Chris Paul's trainers, certain guys like that, Dave Miller trainers, like, do you take ideas from them or do you, you know, do you? Sure. For sure. You have to. Stealing. Um, you take a little bit of everything. Like Chris Farr is G League coach. We took a lot of stuff for what he does, you know what I mean? Because he was, he's Dame Lillard's trainer. Um, Travis Walton, I've took a lot of stuff. He works out with uh, Devin Booker. I've took a lot of, uh, Jalen, who, uh, Jalen's pre-draft trainer, Mark Edwards, me and him did it. We I took a lot of stuff from him. You kind of, it's like you taking here, 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 and you're throwing it all into a pot. And you then you mix the pot up and boom. You know, but you have to know your players' strengths and tendencies. So like Dion right now, Dion is trying to get to the NBA. So Dion, you just got to be honest with yourself, Dion. You're 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. You're a freak athlete. You have a seven-foot wingspan. You're probably not going to play with a ball in your hands in the NBA. You have to learn how to be a 3 and D guy. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You have to learn how to hit shots, defend, and play off of closeouts. So this whole summer, that's all he worked on. Dion has a shot at making the league. Like He's probably going to average 16 to 18 next year. He's going to have some freak highlights. If he rebounds well and tests well, he can enter the name. If kids like Dion get drafted, you want to know why? This game is about what? Upside and, and, and highlights. You know, kids like that, you shoot 38, 30, 40% from three. What did he shoot this year from three? 36, 37? Like, from Dion's progression from not being able to, from going two for, well, what do you go, two for nine, two for 10, from three selling arena in sophomore year to now? It's unbelievable, bro. But that's credit to him as work ethic, understanding. He has to get this, you know what I mean? Understanding who you are. Were you um, with him? Kid, were you with him through the uh, the NBA process as he was going through that NBA I, process? I, I, no, he was back home and uh, he was back home in Fresno. I was with, I was with Jalen, so I okay. was busy. You know, and he understands that. Like kids, Jalen's going one or two guys. I, I'm I'm betting my money him going one. Um, but yeah, you know he's an underdog. He's proved everything. He's, yeah, he he's, ain't, If you want to just figure out Jalen, it's only going to take about ten minutes tops to figure it out. Yeah, he's right. If he, if he doesn't go one, then you're like, oh, he's going two. Like there's no. Yeah. Maybe yeah, somebody comes and trades up for it, but other than that, you know, like it's no one's giving up those two top spots. Yeah. It's either. You know what I mean, it's it's either him or Cade. And honestly, if he would have went to the NCAA, if he would have went to college, you know, that's you know that's a whole other thing. Um, but yeah, but going back to training, um, you kind of just do that. And well, let's let's piggyback into that. So Jalen's freshman year, summer, you know, what I mean, we start getting in the gym more. He leaves Cali United. Him and Quincy get into it. He tells Quincy, "F you, this is my city. You suck. You know, what I mean, you're a bum. You're out about to be out the league at Clovis High's gym, the back gym." I was there. Everyone was there. Quincy's coming back off an injury. Mind you, Quincy did a lot of good things for the community. I'm not knocking him, but Jalen was on a tear that that gym, and he did not. He was letting everyone know. And Quincy kind of fouled him a little bit hard, and then Donovan Mitchell fouled him hard the next play, and you know that it it, it went off, and you know Jalen step, you know mom's boyfriend went off, and it was it was it was a big deal, and then um, they left it, the whole team left. Cal United left to the truth. And then uh Jalen's Paul mom Pierce's team, right? His EYBL so, team, right? Paul Pierce's so, EYBL team. Yeah. So the EY so the, the EYBL team, the Cal United, after Jalen left, it's rest in peace. You know what I mean? Like, hey, good job. You know, you guys blew it. You know, you let the, the kid that we made the team for, like, good job. Like, we're not, you know, we can't cut your EYBL team now, but like we'll we'll We'll, we'll let you finish the season, but they're not going to continue without the kid. Um, so that year, uh, that's he goes to the truth. I, you know, his boy, his mom's boyfriend puts me on uh, staff, and uh, you know, that that weekend he go he averages thirty. 
the Memorial Day weekend, and, he, and then we see Scotty Barnes for the first time. We see Sharif Cooper for the first time. See Cam Thomas for the first time. And Jalen just goes crazy. And it's just he was playing so hard. He was so fast, so athletic, and he was hitting shots. So that whole summer, you know, he, then, he, then, then he plays USA. That whole summer when he gets back, I, I really tell him, like, now we have to really work on your ball skills. You know what I mean? Because now you're so athletic, people are going to catch up. So that then you can, you can go look at my They Got Next 5 Instagram, um, and you can go look at the progression of – I used to post workouts all the time in the Clubs North Gym. I just worked on him coming off the ball screens and pace. That's all I worked on. Come off of, like you're so fast. Slow down. Learn how to come off a pace. Come off a three. Come here. Get to, get to your mid range. Get to this. Get to that. And um, his sophomore year, he plays. You know, Dion ends up leaving, goes prep, which was good for Dion. Um, and then it's Jalen's team. It's Dame Douglas comes in, but it's Jalen's team in. Jalen plays with the ball in his hands, and he's coming off the ball screen every time, and you kind of can see the progression. When you say so, Jason, like, he went from a prospect to, holy crap, he's a player. No, okay, like, so we uh, – here's a sh- quick story. So I remember when I was coaching um, at Buchanan and, you know, playing against Jalen, and my whole thing was like, hey, we're going to force him left, and we're going to make him shoot threes. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, you just can't let him go get downhill. Like, hey, we're going to go – we're going to kind of like icy screens, make him, you know, make him shoot those threes, make him go left. And I swear the first quarter, I think the man was like five for five from the three. And it was like, all right, man, ain't nothing we can do about this. So let's just, we're going to just take this yeah, like, L and just keep it moving, keep it pushing. Right. But like, think about it though. That was a great town report. That's just, that's just kind of report. I would have used this as a sophomore, like make him go left and make him force the jumpers. And if he's hitting jumpers, then, um, you know, that's that. So going forward, um, he, uh, you know, we just continued his ball skills, like constantly just worked on his ball skills, coming off a ball screen, all that. Um, and, you know, we just it was just a chemistry me and him had. Like, that's all you could just say. Like, I, I knew how to get his game right. Does that make sense? Like, he just trusted me with his game. And, you know, a lot of people didn't like that. You know what I mean? A lot of people in this circle, a lot of people, um, a lot, a lot of people, um, you know, were saying I'm taking advantage of him. Mike's using this for a cloud, this and that. Like, I've heard it all. He's heard it all. Does that make sense? Like, it's literally we've heard it all. Um, you know, so a sophomore year, he becomes that. And at the time, I'm training Cole Anderson. You know what I mean? So I'm building a, a – I'm. It, it's. I think that his sophomore year is like when I became like, oh, if you want to be good in Fresno, you got to work with Mike Hill. In the discussion. You're not working out with no one else. Because Cole – I'm giving him a pull-up. Like, I seen that jumper when he was in eighth grade because I used to go to Ridge. So I'm giving him a two-dribble pull-up, you know. I'm like, hey, you got to pull that, this and that. And you can ask them. You can ask his dad and then him to his day. Like, he still uses the moves we worked on, you know what I mean, like as a freshman, sophomore. It, it, it kind of got like – we didn't work out as much, you know, junior, senior year just because of politics, Fresno politics, of course, you know what I mean. You know, if you work out with Mike, you can't work out with – you know what I mean, just – it was a lot. It was just, it was, now I look back at it, it was just, it was BS. You know, honestly, it was just BS. So we go back, uh, Jay's sophomore year, he's, I mean, what is he, All-State, you know what I mean? Then Ebo brings back, Mats brings back Ebo, and, you know, you look at his whole, if you look at any Ebo type, all he did was come off the ball screen, and that was the best thing for him. Like, 17 you come off the ball screen. That team was terrible, but that's when I knew, like, deep down, he's going to the league, and he's going to be somebody because, He's going against Compton Magic, who has Evan Mobley, Isaiah Mobley, Big O, uh, John Juzang. They're loaded, and he's competing with average Joes. That whole team, the whole team played in the, the Elite Eight and lower. 
the, yeah. the Compton Magic team, and then you're no, losing by less than ten. You're losing by ten and less than eight points, and your second best player is Keyshawn Johnson, who's at president, who's at San Diego State. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way this team should be even be close. But you know, and then you know, he just uh, that's when I'm and that's when I'm like, okay, we have to start recording this. So I'm, you know, I got a sponsor check for like I think five thousand dollars. I throw a camp, and then I hire two. Um, I hire home team hoops who had like, I think like 20, they got some, they got X amount of crazy views on Instagram. They got X amount of uh, crazy views on YouTube and I hire AI media. And I'm like, Hey, I'm gonna fly you guys out to let's record this. And then that's when the Instagram, his Instagram started booming. Like it went from like, okay, he's, he's famous in Fresno. He's famous in the world now because those outlets just helped him. And that was my vision. Like I'm trying to boom the city. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Let's take advantage of this. And that's why I think I'm a little misunderstood because people don't realize like the, the groundwork I put in, like the, the networks and connections I put in, like, but guess what? Y'all could have done it. Y'all, this is something anyone could have done. You know what I mean? Like literally I didn't do anything out the ordinary. I just did something nobody else was thinking. So that's why I was before my time. I think like home team hoops coming to Fresno, AI media coming to Fresno, Cali hoop coming to Fresno. I started recording these boys when they was freshmen and sophomores, and you can look back. I remember playing Cali Hugh Clovis Elks tournament, Deion and Jane freshman years. I had a, you know what I mean, me and my friend Walter Orr, you know, who helped trade with me, both paid him 50 each for gas. Here, record Jay. He recorded Jay's first 40-point game. To record Dion, you know what I mean? Like, and it was just a networking. It was just my mind was thinking outside. Like, let me boom my city, you know what I mean? Like, let me make my city pop. And, you know, if you look at, like, my Dagon X page, like, you can see the progression. Like, oh, he's having Cali Hoop. He's having Corsair. He's having Adai. He's having this. I'm throwing kids camps. I'm throwing camps with media. Like, I'm really trying to give back to the youth in a, in a way where it's like nobody else has done it. You know what I mean? Kind of like Mott's, but, you know what I mean? Mott's was more AAU program. I mean, think of Mott's. Mott's had it, the B95 showdown, every the EA Sports. Like, he was thinking outside of the box. And, you know what I mean? He got hated on. Mats was hated on. He had to work out a McLean to get popping. McLean? Like, that's the only gym he had in Fresno? That's why we're so backwards as a city. Like, instead of someone seeing, like, a young 24-year-old Mike Hill, like, doing his all to make every kid pop. You know what I mean? Because I'm working out Cole. I'm working out Jalen. I'm working out uh, Justin Parks. I'm working out T. Collin Rush. I'm working out the best of the best. I got hated on you know what i mean i'm getting kicked out of gyms my alma mater didn't let me into a bullard you know what i mean a bullard memorial game you know what i mean because you know they felt like i was rude memorial i'm like, i'm in the front of the parking lot cussing out brandon gilbert like brandon you're my computer teacher you're not let me in the effing gym like just going off it was a lot of hate that i took and i just i look back and it was like man it made me who i am to the day and it just it it's a it's a reason why it happened it's just i was a threat to everybody because no one had their own lane. Like I didn't coach Ebo. I didn't coach Cali United. I was I was pro for every each individual player. Does that make sense? Sounds like Mike Hill needs his own uh, own personal gym to work out of. I mean, hey, soon come. I mean, I I, I moved to L.A. now. You know, I got out of Fresno. Um, you know, it was it was good. I had it at Centerpoint. Centerpoint was still open. There's none of this. None of these issues would be <laughs> to existent. But you know, it was, just, also... it was just. Go ahead. Go like, ahead. no, I was gonna say, is this also this is also the same time that you kind of had that 
like the eighth graders, right? Like, I don't think people understand that you had the best junior high kids in the city. We're all oh, working yeah. out all with you. Oh, yeah, all the time you. where I had the high school, I had the, I had the middle school kids coming up. I had AJ's group coming up. You know what I mean? I had, and that's when I started my AU program, They Got Next. And, you know, our They Got Next team ended up going, uh, going to ACES and taking, like, top five in the country. Like, we were a legit team. But the whole time, basically, like, I, I started a whole AU program. And I think that's why a lot of people didn't understand. Like, I ran my own lane. Does that make sense? I had my own vision. And I didn't – I wasn't with Cali United and Quincy and them people. Like, nah. Like, I'm Mike Hill. I didn't go with Ebo and Demetrius and all that. No offense to any of them. They they all cool people. I'm here. I'm for the players, though. Does that make sense? I'm pro player. That's it. Pro player. I don't care what AU program, you know what I mean? So go back to sophomore year, um, you know, Jalen Pops. Juice is over at uh, Cali, got Cali Stars with my guy Julius V in L.A. Juice is damn, damn near about to go D1. You know what I mean? Cal Baptist is recruiting him. Cal Poly is recruiting him. Seattle University is recruiting him. And we're getting Juice recruited. Like, what? Juice is getting recruited? He only averaged eight points as a junior. So, and that's another story. Like, Juice took a lot of back heat, and he used to get <laughs> – he used to get hated on. Brad used to hate on them. A lot of coaches on the coaching staff didn't appreciate him. But it's funny though, like you come back three for three years later, that's Jalen's right hand man. Like now y'all calling Juice, like, yo, can I get tickets to the draft? Can I get this and that? It's funny how that works. Like y'all didn't run y'all didn't let him rock in high school, but now y'all y'all asking for favors. You know what I mean? Like, where was this three years ago? You know what I mean? But he rocked with Mike Hill, so it was like, oh, like you gotta, you kind of gotta be in your lane, Juice. Like, no, you can't, you you can't get shots up. You can't. I mean, think about it, Jason. You used to tell Alex all the time. Juice had game. Juice had that hoop game. He walked on at TCU for a reason. Like, he had basketball game. It wasn't like he was some bum. Like, Juice didn't play like no mo- normal Memorial kid. No Bryce. No Bryce. Uh, what was Bryce's name? Uh, what was Bryce's name? Not not Bryce Souza, Joe Gaither. That was my era with the Memorial. So he wasn't that. Juice had like wiggle. Like he had real like, like, oh crap. Like his name Juice for a reason. You know what I mean? Like he plays like he's black. It's crazy. So, yeah, so that, like all that's going on and I'm in the middle of, you know what I mean? Just making sure Jay's straight with the training. Like I'm strictly just training Jay, training Juice, making sure he's good. London's going to UC San Diego. Jonah's going to University of Washington. I'm getting Dame here and there. Dion's coming home. We're getting better, but I'm really focused on the youth. You know what I mean? I get Joseph when he was young. I get Cole. You know what I mean? I get who else is good? AJ um, George. Oh, that's another. We're going to get to that. You know, we're we going to get to that. That's that's my that's my greatest success story. You know what I mean? Anybody could have trained Jalen Green, and he was going to be Jalen Green. God took time with that. I, You know what I mean? Me and AJ George got a bomb because it's, it, well, we'll get to that. So junior year, fast forward, um, 2018, 2019 year, um, the Jalen's thing is off the hook now. He just got MVP. You know what I mean? They're going on a world tour. You know what I mean? Memorial. It's, it's crazy that he's still at Memorial. You know what I mean? Um, you know, Brad Brad has a loaded schedule. They're going to Texas. They're going to San Diego. They're going to uh, Arizona. You know what I mean? And they got a loaded team. They just got Devin Newsom and Joseph. They got a good young team. Jalen's the head. They got Juice. They just got Braxton. Mia. They're good, you know. Um, they get popped by Nico Mannion uh, on ESPN, you know, but Jalen has 30. 
they go to they go to Texas. They win. They beat R.J. Hampton. They beat Samuel Williamson. They go to they go to San. I'm I'm everywhere. Like I'm at all of these tournaments. You know what I mean? Because I'm networking. You know what I mean? I'm making. I'm I'm being known as like I'm the guy from Fresno. Does that make sense? Sitting courtside every game, shaking hands. Like I'm be, I'm I'm networking. I'm going out of town and I'm networking. You're I feel also like people meeting all fre- the D1 coaches. D1 coaches, like, I mean, you know what I mean? That's just through handling of recruitment, of course. So um, I'm meeting all these guys, still running my AU program, and I'm just, I'm building, I'm building my brand. Does that make sense as an individual? So, um, you know, and then that summer, Jalen plays with the Soldiers. He left Ebo, he plays with the Soldiers. And I, I started the AU team. So that, that year, or I had a, my AU team, I started a high school team because there was no other team for the, in the area that kids were playing. Like Jamal Pittman needed a team, William Wiggins needed a team, Terry Miller needed a team, Nico Thomas needed a team, and um, you know I w- I remember going to like a HIT game and um, I seen this kid. He was like long and lanky and just and just played hard and was dunking and you know I remember saying like this kid's the best kid in the gym like at half and his mom was like that's my son. I was like yeah your son's a Division One player and she was like what like I just. I'm just happy he's playing varsity. I said, nah, your son's a division one player. Trust me. And I left that gym, um, followed, followed that, followed him on Instagram. I said, Hey bro, like, you know, come, come to the gym with me after the first workout. You know what I mean? I told him, I said, bro, you're a division one player. You just need to work on your skill. So what are you talking about? I said, bro, you're going D one. He said, bro, I don't got the grades. I said, let's fix that. So we went up to the counselor's office that next day, made sure his grades were straight. They put him on a path and, you know, honest to God, he just locked in and he just stayed in the gym. We stayed, he stayed in the gym with me his junior, was this his junior year? Yeah, his, that, that going into the junior summer. So we end up going to the Oakland, Oakland Soldiers tournament. So this, we're playing, we ended up playing Jalen's team. So it's Jamal and that, Jamal, AJ George, Ty, Tyler, uh, Tyler Pacheco, Wiggins, who else is on the team? Uh, Obadiah Curtis. I just got a whole bunch of Fresno, you know what I mean, last chance you kids. You know what I mean? Like, no offense. Like, last chance you kids. And I'm playing the Oakland Soldiers EYBL. Jalen Green's on the team. D.R. Johnson. Uh, Zaire Williams. Got two damn lottery, potential lottery picks I'm going against. We lose by 10. Jamal Pittman had 28. Jalen had 25. Um, but I'm playing against him. So he had 25 against us. Zaire had 25. Like, they, they killed it. But it was like a 90 to 80. 82 game, but AJ had 18. And I said, AJ, you're like a top five player on the court. And he said, Mike, like, I'm just as good as these guys. I said, yeah. He's like, it's just, and then the next day, like, all the Instagram videos pop up, and AJ's hitting me like, bro, I'm the most famous kid on campus. Like, people are asking me, like, what, how was it playing against them? And, like, his whole swag changed. You feel me? Does that make sense? Like, confidence, became, man. It like, becomes a mental thing, Yes, dude. confidence. Because it was a mental thing. And um, I saw it in him. He was a wing that he was a. I mean, I just imagine if I would have had him since sixth grade, Jason. He'd be at USC. Like your boy AJ. Boy AJ gonna be special. Yeah, AJ got a chance, man. AJ, AJ top seventy five in the country. You know what I mean? That's that's a young kid I have had since he was in six, since he was in sixth grade, and he's six four, six four and a half right now. Was talking about AJ um, Johnson? Yeah, okay. you know I've had him since he was a baby. Baby, baby, baby. That's why he's you. so advanced skill wise. I'll never forget you sending me like videos of him, probably like in fifth grade, and you're like, 
you think he's a D1 player? And I was like, man, I don't know, man. Like he got <laughs> like if he keeps working at it, like it's hard to tell when a kid in fifth grade. But man, it's that's what I think is cool. Like because you've I, the coolest thing is, man, like you show me the videos of these kids that you've been working with and to see the progression like you talk about seeing these kids from when they were like with AJ when he was like fifth grade to where he is now, just like some of these kids where they were in junior high to where they are now. And to see the work that you put in, that grind you put in, um, and to see, you know, just to see like how good of s- players they've become, it's just it's unbelievable. And you yeah, know, they just yeah. it's it's credit to their work ethic, bro. It's honestly just credit to them getting in the gym. Let's call it how it is. Where you, these are these are young African American kids in Fresno, California. You could be doing thousands of different things besides working out. Does that make sense? So. Why me keeping them these boys in the gym is the reason why like let's is the reason why the, the, I, I took joy into it because they they could be doing anything else does that make sense? No, they I could be smoking, they could be drinking, and I just I just fell in love with and plus I'm so passionate about basketball and you know what I mean? I'm so passionate about it. No, and that was the thing when I was at Hoover, like I opened up the gym every weekend, and that was my thing is it was like, hey man, if you want to come and hoop, you want a place to work out like. My thing was like, hey, I'm going to invite the best trainers. I had John Egan working guys out. I had Slater working guys out. And my whole thing was like, I would tell my players like, hey, the gym's open. You want to work out with these guys? They'll allow you to work out with them. But we had the best players. My two years at Hoover, we had the best players in the section at Hoover every weekend. None of them were my guys at Hoover. But do you know what I'm saying? The best players. But I was like, hey, like Daryl Edwards, you want to come in my gym and get shots up? And you're probably going to beat us by 40 next next week. Come on in. Bryson Williams, you want to go get 30? Bam. You know what I'm saying? Like, all these dudes, I was like, hey, just come play. Like, that's what I was like. We're in, I'm centrally located. Let's open up the gym. Perfect Let's go place. Who? Perfect place. Um, a kid, and then another kid that you trained that, shit, I wish I would have started my training or that you had. I would have tra- wish I was training or he would have been in the era I was with Bowers. Bowers is a D1 oh, yeah. kid. Oh, Duran is special, no, not even, man. Remember we used to talk about him all the time? Yes, yeah, so special. Freak athlete. Yeah. He was a D1 two guard. You know what I mean? All the way. Just yeah. didn't have the didn't have that big bro mentorship. Like, Jason, you did all you could. You're his coach. Can't do everything. That got to be another extension, you know? And that's where I think I just fit a perfect role for these kids. I was literally, everyone's like, kind of like big brother. You know what I mean? No, so yeah. I'm not, I'm not your coach. I'm not your dad. I'm not your parent. I'm literally like the big bro, like. What you need, call me if anything. You know what I mean? If you need anything, pick me up, Uber, food, anything. So let's go back to junior year. I'm popping. I'm popping this junior year. My training business pop. I'll make about I'm probably making about thirty five to forty five hundred a month training business. I'm training kids. Mind you, this is how this is how I used to do the setup. I used to have all the top high school kids, like Jalen, Juice, all of them used to come early and then they would leave. But as they're leaving, I would have a group of young kids come in. Does that make sense? So all the young kids will watch them train. I, like at the end, I have them put on like a dunk show or whatever. And then as they're, as they're leaving, like the kids will come and just they'll be in awe. Like and they'll just make them go super harder. So I'm training every little kid in the city and I'm just I'm bringing in dough. Like it's free money. I don't got to pay for the. You know what I mean? And it got and mind you, like there was a little, there were some things going on like that Cobus Unified didn't like, like. I'm not on schedule every time. You know how it is, Jason. Like, <laughs> like I wasn't on schedule and Dick Tech. So, um, you know, but just I'm always in the gym constantly. I have so many videos and 
you know, workout videos and stuff like that. Like we stayed, the Memorial kids that are, are that you guys know now, home base was Granite Ridge and Clovis North. And you can call each and every one and they can tell you that. I'm sure the machines to that. And guess what? I credit Brad. Brad, you took the keys away from me. I'm about to go to Clovis North and get you, and get your kids better because they're way 10 times better facilities than the Memorial. They just got to drive and they did it. So, you know, um, that's that junior year. I end up leaving Clovis North. Um, and then I go coach at, where did I coach? Uh, where did I coach? See, I'm at, where was I? I was kind of all, I was kind of all over the place. Um, Jalen leaves the prolific prep. Uh, but this is when I knew me and him really had a bond. He would call me and be like, yo, bro, come work me out. Like prolific prep training sucks. Like I got to get my game right. Or every time he came in the city, he would call me like, don't hate the kid. They, you know what I mean? Don't hate on me because we built a bond in that relationship and he trusted me with this game. And I was flexible. Like my best ability was availability. Like I'll get on that freeway. Even if I have my kid with me, like I'm getting on that freeway and making sure he's straight. And shit, senior year, he averaged 33 in the prolific prep. You know what I mean? So that was that. I remember uh, we just that we just was literally just locked in the gym, just locked in the gym. And you know it was just it was it was a process. So he goes to the G League. Um, let's, let's get to fast forward to where we are now. Juice is at TCU his freshman year, tears his ACL. Um, you know, kind of like man, I kind of just I kind of want to just you know I don't know if I love it or not. Well, I was like, well, you know, you can always like, what do you want to do? He's like, I love basketball so much. I was like, well, you probably need to just you know see what they on like. They're about to go to, you know what I mean? This is where he's like, is he going to college? Is he going to the G League? Is he going to college, G League? So he's up going to G League. And, um, you know, he he goes G League and he moves back home to Fresno. And then he goes to the G League and then he just kind of calls Juice out of nowhere. Like, hey, I need help with this. You know what I mean? And he calls me. I need help with that. And there we are. So, you know what I mean? Ju- Juice is, you know, Juice you know, it handles a lot of his day-to-day stuff with, like, interning and, you know what I mean, just stuff like that. And I'm his basketball trainer, and he's just bringing us with us on the ride. So let's talk about that real quick. I want to, you know, you go back to year two, we haven't really seen that much game time action with Jalen. You know, it was probably the shortest G League season of all time right. uh, with the with the bubble. So tell us about right. where, where's Jalen at right now? Like, what's his game like right now compared to, I mean, we really haven't seen him play a whole lot since prolific prep, right? Like. I mean, <laughs> go look at the last game he had in the G League at 30. It's kind yeah. of around there, but better. I mean, this pre-draft process was unbelievable. And they're like, we're in the gym, um, you know what I mean, for two hours a day. He's lifting. He's probably about 180, 185 right now. And people are like, oh, he needs to get bigger. No, he's perfect right here. You know, you can look at young Jordan, young Kobe. They were skinny. Hey, wait till him come, you know what I mean? Um, and he's just he's jumping out the gym. He's jump shots better. He still has his weaknesses, but he's improving every day. But Kid's a workhorse, you know what I mean? And he's only going to get better. Like, honestly, he's only going to get better. He works his butt off. And, you know, the 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 fact that he's not a lock to go number one is just NCAA politics, in my opinion. That's a $2, $2 billion business that you're going against. Dick Vitale, Seth Greenberg, Jay Billis, they have to talk about the NCAA. It's their job. You know, Mike Schmitz, who runs Draft Express, you know, um, you know, he came up to Walnut Creek while I was there working him out, and me and him got to, like, talking, working. He's like, bro, Jalen's, like, one of the most genuine and real people I've ever met. And he kind of tweeted today, if you want to look at Twitter, like, or, or Twitter, like, they're talking about Evan Mobley, Cade, and uh, 
and uh and Jay and what he said was like this is just one of the most genuine dudes he t- thinks he's the best in the draft and he tells you like I want smoke I want to play these dudes like I'm gonna prove it. if y'all don't pick me I'm gonna prove it and that just goes to like our Fresno mentality like we underdogs you know like we want to take that we want to have the you know the the how, how I say it the the odds against us does that make sense yeah we like our the chip stacked against us Oh, for sure. And that's how that's who he is. I've seen this kid play Ebo on an unbalanced team compete. I've seen this kid go like he's been number since his freshman year or summer, he's been top three in the country and he hasn't fell off. I've seen him play on a prolific team that, you know, was loaded, but not as loaded as, as Mount Verde. Mount Verde where K play had Scotty Barnes a lottery pick, Moses Moody a lottery pick, Caleb Houston a lottery pick next year, Derek White had a lottery pick next year, Deron Sharp a first round pick. Like they those are loaded teams. Prolific had Damari, who just transferred from Texas Tech, and then they had uh, Jordan and Jordan Pope and, like, a couple bigs. Like, the teams weren't equal. He's never been on a team where it's, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Kay's kind of, like, even on his AU team, like, why not? When he left the soldiers, why not? Like, he had Devin Askew and him. Like, he was by far, like, the most talented. There wasn't no one that's close to him. Does that make sense? Like, Kay, you could say Scotty's just as good as you, and Look, Scotty's probably gonna go number four to the Raptors. Like it's no difference. Like that's why you look at the, the what he did in the G League. Let's go back to that. It's just like, bro, he averaged eighteen, four and three, on forty eight percent shooting from the field, sixty overall, like true shooting, like from sixty at the rim, mind you, at the rim he's shooting sixty percent, not just dunks on non dunk on just sixty. So sixty percent at the rim. That should just tell you this kid has. Like, it's just amazing, like, what he can do in the air, how he can finish, how he can, like, reverse layup, wide layup. You know what I mean? Like, he can do all types of different layups. Um, and then, like, floaters, touches. And then he shot 37 from NBA 3, bro. You know, for, you, Jason, you're a shooter. What's the biggest difference with the NBA 3 than the high school 3 and then college 3? About six feet. <laughs> and think about it. You're not – he's not shooting regular shots. He's no. shooting sidestep, step backs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just the like, leg coming strength, off a ball the leg drive. Yeah, 37 in 16 games. So the more you dig into that, that's why it's it's circling around like, okay, he's really won. And, you know, you do your research on Detroit's uh, GM, Troy Weaver. He was the GM at the, uh, of, the, of the Detroit Pit or the OKC when they had KD, Russell Russ, Westbrook, and, uh, James and, Harden. Uh, and, and Harden back-to-back. So he hit back, back, back to yeah. the back years. And remember when he drafted Westbrook that year, everyone was like, why did he draft Westbrook? He loves athleticism. Because guess what? You can build on it. Athleticism and, like, length and, like, you know, immature bodies is what you can build on. What are you going to be in two, three years? Not the best safe now. Well, not, think, not what you are now. And I think that's what a lot of people don't talk about is Jalen's age compared to some of these other guys. Just, yeah, you know, like, most, you know, kids now these days, you are, you're graduating in 19. Yeah, about to turn. You know, like, people forget, like, Shabazz Muhammad was damn near 30 when he left UCLA. I'm just kidding. He wasn't. Yeah. He was, like, 21, but still. Like, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, like, people don't realize, yeah, like, you huge. know, like, Jalen, like, he barely turned 18 when he graduated high school, you know? Just. No, for sure. Like, he was he was true to his age, and that's why it's, like, you know, he just, I just, you know, I'm bending down. I know what this kid's going to be. So, summerly, he's going to put on the show. Please believe, you know, he's going to put on the show. 
I'm looking. He's never been this good in his life. Yeah, he's he's gonna and, and he wants it. You know, he's 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 like a he's he's kind of got that John Moran about him. You know what I mean? Like I, John Moran's one of my favorite young players in the league. Is just because he just wants it. He embraces being like Memphis. Remember how John Moran was like, "Hey, Godala, you don't want to be here? Get the hell out of here. Go to go to Miami. I want. I'm rocking with I, who who's here." And like, bro, he took Memphis to the playoffs. Memphis ain't been good in years. So it's just, yeah. you know, it's all about being a dog, man. It's just having that fight, having that grit, having that, you know, what I mean, that and that inner city toughness, and that's that's just that's credit to where we're from, where we're born and raised. What's all what's tatted on the shin? It's five five nine. Like, you know, what I mean, I'm I'm just proud of the of the fact that he's giving back. Like, we just put a court, the court where he just grew up at. You know, when we plan on doing a camp. You know what I mean? I plan on he plan on getting honored at the Fresno State football game. You know, so kid gonna only give back to the city, and you know, plan on doing a summer camp like for a week straight. And you know, me and Juice gonna orchestrate that, and we're gonna bring pros in, and we're gonna give back to the city. And you know, we're probably gonna do it at a central location, or maybe. But you know, I grew up on the Bruce Brown camp that was free. You know what I mean? So it's gonna be some. You know, there's gonna be a lot of things in the city going forward that. We look forward to, but the main thing is just, you know, that we get this kid is such a blessing to everybody around, and you know, he he has such a give heart, and he's loyal to his people. You know what I mean? Literally, he's loyal. You know, I'm not supposed to be. You know, most 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 trainers don't get this opportunity that he's given me. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's rare. It's rare. He doesn't. You know, he has his right hand man. You know what I mean? Handling a lot of his stuff. Like that's rare. People don't do that. And, you know, you just credit to who he is as a person and, you know, who he trusts in. You know, he's taking care of his family, taking care of his mom, and it's a blessing. You know, Deion Shroud, I've seen these boys since I was a kid. Deion Shroud got a chance to go to the league. Like, Deion Shroud was ineligible his freshman year at Central. You know, like, it's crazy. You know, A.J. Johnson, where he's, you know, his his path. You know, he's getting recruited by Pac-12 schools now. Like, it's just a blessing. And, you know, I don't want to take no credit. It's not the Mike Hill show. It's not this and that. You know, my, my, my program, my name is called They Got Next. It's my senior thesis. You know, remember you go to a park, Jason, you know, like, what is it? Like, we got next, you know what I mean? So I'm, my thing was they, they, they as the kids in the city. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy I could say my time doing what I was doing in Fresno. I, I, had, I had eight to ten kids go, go, to, go to Division One. I. I had 15 to 20 kids go to college. Like, my era in Fresno was good. I just, you know, I was a little misunderstood, maybe because I was young and, had a had a had a quick mouth and didn't hold my tongue, but it was all from the love and from my heart. You know what I mean? And you know, Jason, you know me since I was what, fifteen years old, sixteen years old. Like, you know, there ain't no ill, Ill there ain't no ill. I wouldn't be where I'm at right now if it was no ill will intentions. You know what I mean? Well, I want to uh, I want to point out one thing. You know, you talk about it's they got next. It's all about them. But I, I'm impressed by by your vision. You know, and seeing you know seeing what could what could become of these kids because you mentioned it, you know, a while ago about how you like kids that are not, uh, you know, not developed and looking like a grown man in junior high, right? You, you want them developed and looking mature when it's time to look mature. Um, no, for sure. I but mean, you look at AJ, the a, kid, AJ Johnson, AJ Johnson did not AJ look like that in junior four. high. AJ Johnson is six is, was probably five, six, five, seven, a buck 20. It had a size 12 shoe and his hands were to his ankles. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you're going to be tall and broad shoulders. You're going to be tall as crap. AJ Johnson right now is a buck 55, six, four and a half with no hair under his arms. 
he gonna be six 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 and a half at eighteen nineteen years old. You know what I mean? Like let's we you, you can bank on that mm-hmm. maturity fit or puberty still hasn't hit him. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know it's just all it's literally just all a blessing. You know, bro. Like when and you just set my vision. You know, and just to go back on that, like I had to I had to I had to tell myself like, bro, not everybody gonna see your vision, and and that's okay. God gave you this vision for a reason. You know what I mean? Not everyone gonna be able to do the resources, bro. You know how many free workouts I did there in Fresno? How many drop off pickups? You know what I mean? Free food. Like I'm 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 barely reaping the you know what I mean? I'm barely getting the rewards of this. And, you know, sitting in this room in New York hotel room and you know, getting ready for this draft on Thursday with the best player I ever trained, like it's a blessing. You know what I mean? It's that's all it is. It was hard work, bro. It was literally a lot of hate, you know what I mean? A lot of politics, but I stayed in my lane. I did that. Now I got people, you know what I mean? The people that, you know, used to crap on juice, now they're hitting them up, begging for tickets. You know what I mean? It's hilarious. It's honestly. I just want to let you like, know, Mike, I've been with you since day one, so don't forget about <laughs> oh, me. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, for sure. You, know, you my you, guy. That man, what? You know, I, I what, I was, what was I telling you when you first dropped the podcast, bro? I love this. Yeah, you know, true. I love this. I love what you're doing. This is we giving back. You giving back to the city, bro. Not people do that. Fresno is not a town you give back to, bro. It's a lot of hate, bro. It's a lot of negativity, bro. It's a crab out the bucket mentality city. You know that's why Mott left in '06 when he had the chance. You know I'm always gonna get back to the city. If we do a Jalen Green AU program, I'm gonna always take the best two, three kids out the city and make them all the city. But you know there's too much hate, bro. There's too much hate. There's too much negativity. There's not enough. There's not enough talent for the negativity to go on. Does that make sense? No. That's I, why yeah. it hurt me. It hurt me with a kid, with a kid like Dion and and Jalen. You had to get the politics in. You know, what I mean, that was memorial politics. They know who they are. They know what they did. I don't gotta call out no names. Both them boys should have shot twenty shots a game. Did I used to go off when Dion didn't shoot as many shots as Jalen? Hell yeah, because London should have took less shots. London ain't going to college shooting 18 shots a game. I'm telling you that right now. Deion is. Deion could be a pro. And look, what am I lying? <laughs> Fast forward five years later, Jason, was I was I wrong? No, Deion, yeah. Deion's going <laughs> to get paid to play this game. Deion's going to get played this game this way. Now, now it's on him. It's on God whether he makes he's going to graduate college. Now it's on God whether he, he goes to the league or not. You know, it's up to God now it's up and him, you know, but – he got all the resources. We we got every connection he can make. AJ coming up. AJ George coming up. Cole coming up. Joseph coming up. Whoever wants to get connected, bro, we we are we are a giving back community, bro. You know what I mean? We are a giving back team. You know what I mean? I'm a giving back person. You know what I mean? I'm not selfish. I mean, look at, you know, I'm so out. Beyond any bucket Jalen ever got, bro, he put a free court, and he put a court as a part of the Adidas contract. He put a court. On Lydell, the court he grew up at, right by Rio Vista, before he touched the league. What you think he gonna do when he gets somebody behind him? Like, let's think of that. I remember D. Steve got jumped at Buchanan and never came back to Fresno. City County All Star game day he got drafted. City County All Star game and never came back. I can't blame D. Steve. He ain't gonna be home base. Like he ain't gonna be corny and popping. Like you know, he ain't gonna be popping. Like I'm, I'm here in Fresno making it lit, but. You know, he giving back like he he going to like these like what I what I envision is a whole nother generation of hoopers being born on that Lydell court. You know what I mean? This is Jalen Gordon Green court. Now imagine his camps when he got you know what I mean when he got Isaiah Todd, his G League buddies coming in his 
you know, it's going to going to change lives. I envision something like the Michael Jordan camp, how it was back in the day. Well, I can tell you already, just you just looking at that court that he put over there. I mean, I haven't been by there yet, but I can guarantee you that it's going to be the most popular play outdoor place to play in town. Everybody's just going to want to go play there. Oh, it was when I was growing up. There was fights there, shootouts there, and best basketball I've ever played there. And now he redid that. Hopefully that does, the, the 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 lesser the latter of the two or the earlier of the two doesn't happen. But you know, you never you know how it is when you play outside. Yeah, it's cool to see because there's not. I mean, we don't really. It's, it feels like it's been a while since we really had those out outdoor you know courts here. So there's not a lot of that. No, for sure. And just you know, I mean, everything. Everyone should just take a take a step and realize, man, this is this is a blessing, man. We don't get the you know, Fresno, California, don't get a kid like this every twenty. We get a kid like this every twenty years, and the just the the generation of kids or just the era of kids that were with him, bro. All, and I could take credit, like you know, I, I helped. You know, I I put the man hours in. Say what you want about my kid. You can't say I didn't. I didn't. I didn't put these kids in the gym. You know what I mean? You know what? You know, when Vance is saying something about me, like, ah, you know, Mike, Mike, this, I made it. I got the most popular, I got the most popular coach to ever come out this area. You know what I mean? Mad that I'm, you know what I mean? Teaching the pull-up. <laughs> Telling Cole, shoot the pull-up. You going to need that UC Santa Barbara, Vance? Well, let's, uh. You junior senior year, you let him shoot it? That's true. You, uh, you mentioned, you know, the, the court Jalen put in, and you taught, you, you briefly mentioned maybe a, a Fresno State football game there. The mayor, the mayor's actually been tweeting a couple things, talking about working on something to recognize Jalen, and you know it's exciting to see what what's about to happen for him. I mean, yeah, like a you know after summer league, probably gonna do like a kids camp back to school on the weekend. I think we're aiming it for the 20th, 29th. Don't you know? What I mean, don't quote me for that, but you know, probably get honored halftime of that Fresno State game, make it like a Jalen Green Day or something, because he's gonna be the highest rated professional athlete to ever come out the area. And then we're gonna do a kids camp, you know. Adidas is, you know, he's he's um, K just signed Nike today, so he's the highest rated Nike uh, Adidas guy in this draft. So they gonna, you know, sponsor it. So it's gonna be good, you know, be on the lookout for a lot of good things going forward. But Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific uh, Eastern or 5 p- 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 o'clock Eastern time. You know, he gonna get his name called with the first two minutes or the first 10 minutes, and everyone in the area should be proud. You know what I mean? There's a lot of, you know. You know, the fact the fact that something like this is happening out of our area, you know, Jason, you've been around for 30 years. You know, what I mean, it's 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 amazing. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. I grew up like I grew up with Deshaun Stevenson. Uh, he grew up, you know, grew up on the same street as me. He actually broke my backboard. When I think it was like sixth grade, seventh grade. Yeah, I heard that in one of the podcasts, <laughs> you know, like and that's like, you know, you kind of always knew like he was going to go like Deshaun always kind of had that, you know, like, Hey, I'm gonna go to the league. You kind of like, all right, whatever. And then, you know, to see him go straight out of high school. And, and that's the one thing I've had conversations with people. And Deshaun was a grown man playing against boys, you know, whereas Jalen is just, he's just a more skilled, you know, he's just, he's just so much more skilled, you know, like just, just the skill level, the skill set is just what, is what always just amazes me and just to see his progression of how much he improves year in and year out is the thing that just still amazes me. And really like, you know, we talk, we, you know, we text, we, you know, we message each other and the sky's the limit for this kid. And like you said, absolutely. And like you said, it doesn't, it doesn't happen very often in the central Valley. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. And, you know, honestly, I, I, 
I thank God he trusted me with his game. I thank God all the boys I, that, you know, I've worked with trust me with their game. And, you know, I, 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 I can <laughs> I can say I'm one of the best probably in the country. You know what I mean? I, 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 I'll hold myself that to that. You know what I mean? You got to be confident with it. And, you know, not a lot of people can say they developed a top two pick. You know what I mean? Since he was a kid. Not a lot of people can say they took a Deion Shroud and sent him to college. Not a lot of people say they took an A.J. Johnson, A.J. George and put him to college. So, you know, like I said, you know, his credit is his credit to the boys for putting the time in. But, you know, I put my I put my man hours and, you know, it's good. It's good. It's good to say I knew what I was doing. You can look back and say, you know what you were doing. You know what I mean? And you see my progress. I mean, remember last summer when the pandemic, you know, you got me in Clovis North. And you were like, damn, yo, you look at how AJ looks. When I was working out AJ and Luan, you opened that court for me at half the court. Yeah. You were like, look at the, like, oh, my goodness. You, you know, we talked for about, trouble. what, 30 you minutes? You're in trouble now here on the podcast. We did. Oh, my goodness. You give me in trouble. <laughs> man, there was, a, hey, man, there was a quarantine going on. People weren't supposed to be in the gym. But that's all right, man. Now, you, you know, that's the one thing. You've always caught, and I've always said, when anytime you contacted me, and I was like, hey, man, if I can get you in the gym, I'm going to try to get you. You know, like, you've always hit me up, like, hey, can you get a gym? And I was like, I'll do whatever I can to get you in. I've always. You know, I've always tried to stay true to that. Whatever I can do to help you, you know, I've always got your back. Nah, it's I appreciate that, man. I've I've had your back as well, and um, just means a lot, bro. You know what I mean? It means a lot, and just you know, go back to what you said earlier, just about how I get more uh, I get more credit outside of Fresno than I did in my own city. Well, you know, so did Mots, so did Von Webb, you know, so did Tom Perry. You know, it'd be your own people that in your own backyard that don't appreciate you and. You know, if I got it, if I got Mike Schmitz blowing me up, asking me who the next kid is, if I got Frank Bros and Dinos, you know, if I got college coaches hitting my line, like what really matters with the, with with the average Joe in the city, these they don't see my vision, they don't know who I do, they don't know who I network, they don't know who I talk to, you know. Brad Rosnowski, we go to Pangos camp. Joseph Hunter's there, you know. He's he's this is his first Pangos camp. He's running off with his chicken with his head cut off. I introduced Brad to more people than anyone he's ever imagined. I said, Brad, you can see I'm not the bad guy. He took the keys away from me four years ago, and I'm still showing you love. Ah, come on, Thrill. That's my nickname. You know what I mean? Ah, Thrill, blah, blah, blah. It's all about you. I'm like, come on, Brad. I've been networking for five years at these tournaments. You know what I mean? People people take that as insecurity. You know what I mean? As you know, as, as a threat, like you moving around, shaking and moving. You know, you know how to control the room, Jason. I've seen you control the room when you go to places. Like People don't like that sometimes. People will see like, what's this guy up to? What's this guy up? There's a reason I'm doing you a podcast I mean? and have my own program. That's a whole other story. You know that too. <laughs> no, but yeah. Anything else, fellas? I mean, no. My thing is, what's next, man? What's next for you, man? Like, really, like, I, you know, I mean, you know, let's let's, let's see where this goes. I mean, I got a I got a blessed opportunity. Um, you know, I kind of want to more work on some marketing and some branding. Um, so we could probably work on that, but I still want to do some training, but I don't want to be, be, be a trainer, but I want to be more than a trainer. Um, let's see, you know, I got a, I got a vision, you know what I mean? As you can say, as you know, you said earlier, like, you know, not a lot of people can see that and people get threatened by that, you know, and, you know, I, what I say is if, if you would have, if you could do it, then you would have done it. You know what I mean? Like I'm the one that, you know, brought the cameras and stuff like that. I know how to build a brand. I know how to build a certain type of style. I know how to do that because I just did it, you know? So let's see, let's see the next couple of years what, I, what I'm about to do. Um, well, you mentioned, a potential, you mentioned a potential uh, Jalen Green AU team, you know, you're going to be a, yeah, I mean, Mike, that's, that's, Mike Hill going to be the, the director of that or what? 
I'm not going to be the director. I'll oversee it. Yeah. Is that, that's for sure. I'll put a director. I'll probably have Demetrius run it, be the director. Um, but yeah, what's, well, you know, I'm in LA now, so I will, will be, we'll get the best three kids at each level, you know, kind of like a Trey Young team and kind of like, you know, you look at these triple SB teams and, you know, we'll kind of do that, but you'll you get the best kids out the area in Fresno, but you got to, you do a team of just Fresno kids, you ain't going to be, you ain't going to compete on the, on the national level. You know that. Jason, no, you, you gotta go. Yeah. You know, you when if you got Adidas money, you gotta go get some LA kids, some SAC kids. You kind of gotta, gotta do be, that. You gotta compete in the gauntlet. Out of you gotta compete in that. You gotta gauntlet. compete in the gauntlet. You gotta go. You playing against Africans, and you know it's a different dynamic. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you're not gonna go out there with the with your Clovis West buddies and compete against. <laughs> you know what I mean? Compton Magic. I'm sorry. It's gonna be a long. It's gonna be a long night for you. You know what I mean? So. Take the two best kids, three kids up from the area, you know, the main teams, you know, that, that that's in the works. So we'll see. I mean, there's a, there's so many opportunities, bro. So many opportunities. Nothing set in stone. Um, I just I just can't wait for Thursday night because it's a lot of hard work and this kid is putting he's changing his family's life and his family's family's life, you know. And it's it's a blessing. Generational, man. Generational. Because he's a generational talent. Yep. Well, let's talk about that real quick. You're in New York right now. You know, the draft's on Thursday. Yep. So uh, yep. you mentioned, you know, he had a really good workout with Houston. They're at number two. Yep. Is that your yep. way of predicting that there's no way he falls past number two? No, nah, he won't fall past two. I just think he'll go one because I think Troy Weaver's going to take him. You think he's going to Detroit? Yep. That's the Mike Hill prediction. Yep. I think it's scripted. All right. Well, we're... We're put, we're putting this episode out Thursday morning, so it'll be out draft day, draft day special. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Draft day special <laughs> of the Off the Bench podcast. So, uh, okay, okay. That's it. Prediction: Jalen Green, number one to the Detroit, Detroit Pistons. Yeah, I, I mean, for taxes purpose and probably bigger city, I mean, he wouldn't mind Houston, but I think Detroit's a good thing. They got a good thing going. They got Killian Hayes, nineteen-year-old point guard from uh, from France. They got Sadiq Bay, Villanova. They got Isaiah Stewart. They yeah, they're good, changing the culture there. You got, got Plumlee. They got, they got good role players like in Plumlee, and then you got Jeremy Grant. Yeah. Like, you got good vets well, there too. Like, You look at their roster, what do they need? They, they need a scorer. Yep, and he'll be that guy. Like, yeah, and He'll be that guy. This is why I think they're going to draft him. You just drafted Killian Hayes last year. You're not going to trade him. Killian Hayes is a point guard. What is Cade Cunningham? A point guard. You're not going to play. You're not going to draft Cade one to play him off the ball. I think honestly, I think Cade is not in play for them. More, I would say, more so Mobley between us. I can see that. Mobley's a freak, dude. No, he's yeah. But is he Giannis? No. So it's like, uh, do you want to draft the Giannis? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a lot of it's a lot of moving pieces. You know, you did you. It's a it's a guards game nowadays. You know, DeAndre Ayton went one twenty eighteen, but everyone knows. Luca and Trey should have went above him. As yeah. good as DeAndre Ayton is, he's getting the max. You don't dread Luca. Luca gets drafted to the Suns. The Suns win the series. You put Luca and Booker. That's a dangerous, <laughs> dangerous combo. That's a good night. But Ayton is <laughs> a hell of a player, though. You know yeah. what I mean? But I just—it's a guards game. Guards win you championships. Guards win you playoff games. Guards win you—you you know what I mean? Guards are exciting. And you want excitement. Detroit ain't been, you know what I mean, hasn't been exciting since when? Chauncey Billups era? Yeah, Chauncey Billups for Hamilton days. Why not get the most exciting player in the draft who's going to win a dunk contest? You know what I mean? His rookie year, like, makes more sense. But so, if he goes to Houston, I mean, you can look at Houston, him and Kevin Porter in the backcourt, 
Oh my goodness. It's Christian Wood. You got your big three. You know, and Steven Silas, you know, who's a hell of a coach there. They just had, uh, he was, uh, he was the Paul Silas's son. He yeah. was the, uh, he was the assistant at Dallas with Luca. He was with the, the, the we believe warriors. He was with uh, LeBron. You know what I mean? Oh, three. He came up to us and said, yo, yo, Jalen, you keep, keep, you keep in the gym. You got a chance to be generational. So you got NBA people telling us that and just stay in the gym. It's kind of crazy thinking, right? It's not this, 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 um, this is the same 14 year old kid that was gangly. Who's walking with big Jordans when I first, you know what I mean? When I, you know, couldn't even walk right, but just ran right. You know, just ran like a deer, but was walking funny. He ran like a, he walked like a gumpy. Remember how Jalen used to walk as a kid? Just like, <laughs> Gumpy-ish, like his body wasn't right, but as soon as he got on that court, he's faster than everyone. He's jumping higher, you know, and you know that's that. Well, you mentioned yeah, big things for all these boys. I think Cole Anderson's going to have a hell of a year. I think AJ George's going to have a hell of a year. Fresno State is going to be back. Let's, I mean, oh, we can't wait for that team to come out and play. They have a whole summer with those guys that they got: Isaiah Hill, Deion Shroud, Jamal Baker, and Orlando Robinson. Holy crap! They should be the they should be a top three team in the in in the in the in the Mountain West, and they're going to be exciting because how Huddy plays. Yeah, they're already getting disrespected. I saw them get picked like fourth in the division in the Mountain West by the by the media, but you know they'll uh they, they'll, that's why we underdogs. Exactly, they just got to prove it. And they're in the gym though. Them boys is in the gym. That's about time because they didn't have no help last year. They couldn't get in the gym for a long time. No, and it was just it was Deion and Orlando and Isaiah. You know, now you got a, a Jamal Baker, lean score of Arizona to spread the floor. They're going to be fun to watch. Trust me, they're going to be good. That that that's going to be one of the better Fresno State teams in the in the past ten years because they're athletic. They got everything you need. You got a point guard, you got an athletic wing, you got a shooter, and you got a big. So let's talk Dion. Everybody knows Dion's a freak athlete, but what's his goal this year? What's he what's what's he got to get better at? Uh, catch and shoot three, and probably just rebounding, playing hard all the time. Um, catch and shoot three, because he's—I mean—he's more skilled than people think. I mean, you watch Dion, you watch some of his buckets, like you're like, whoa, kind of looks like a young Paul George out there a little bit. You know what I mean? Like a Chris Middleton, like kind of just gets to his spots and rises up. When you agree, Jason, like he kind of just elevates over you. It's not—he's not blowing by you, but he just—he's going to do a nice little shimmy shake, get to a spot, pull up. You know what I mean? Yeah. The thing I want to see with my thing with Dion, I want to see is just him impact the game on both sides of the ball. Do you know what I'm saying? Not just scoring, not just scoring. He has to be like for him to really make that jump this year. I think he he's gonna have to impact the game on both sides, and we know he can do it off. For him to go league, he has to be first team All Mountain West defense. There's no way you're six five six six that athletic, that long of a wingspan, and you're not gonna go to the and you're not getting three four steals a game, ten rebounds a game. You have a 44-inch vertical, bro. Are you lazy? <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. To, it'll be fun. The Raptors, to... the, we, just, we just met with the Rockets GM. The Rockets GM just told us, hey, I paid Robert Covington $60 million for four years to shoot corner threes and play defense. Yeah. What? <laughs> $60 million for four? got to look at stuff like that. Who are you going to be? Not everyone's going to have the ball in their hands. You got to be able to fit. So that's why, you know, Deion's going to have a chance. Um, what about the other boys? Um, you know, Cole, I think Cole is under-recruited. Cole's a steal. 
You know, I'm, I'm Cole and AJ not going to Fresno State pisses me off. Like I'm gonna get that off the record. They should be at Fresno State. I think AJ though, he kind of was late in the game, right? Like he started blossoming late in the game, and then committed to Long Beach really before I think you know like that with that one. Yeah. Um, Cole, my my thing is gonna be defensively with Cole. Do you know what I'm saying? That's gonna be his biggest. Like he's that's gonna be his his biggest knock is can he defend? Because we know he can flat out score, but you know can he? And I think you know, and right. and I think that's probably Fresno State's biggest issue with him. You know, I think that's what a lot of you know you you probably know better than me. Like I think a lot of college coaches that was the the thing, the question mark with Cole is can he defend? Right. Is that a system thing? Is that a no? And that's what a, that's what makes what it tough that? too. Because do you know what I'm saying? Like you're you're everywhere, but you're nowhere. You know, so you don't really know if dudes can really, you know, can he really lock in? It's you know, can he guard the ball? Can he play help side? You know, like you know, you know there's some we've talked. There's right. so many variables that go into that. Yeah, the valley. You know, I love the valley, but it's gonna it's it's gonna be a couple down years. It's gonna be a couple. It's gonna be a couple. You know, we just had a hell of an era. You know what I mean? Hell of an era. This past five, six years was unbelievable. But it's going to be a down era the next three, four years. And that's okay. That happens in Fresno. Um, you know, but it's going to be a down era. Then I think it'll pick back up. But yeah, we, um, haven't, we, what, we haven't had an era like this what, since like 06, 07, right? That's like the Lopez, nah. the Shelton, yeah. Quincy, Trayvon. Quincy, yeah. That, you yeah. Know. That, that, that was this era. Yeah. That was this era. I'll give you the biggest sleeper in the valley right now. You ready? We ready. Kid out of Hanford West named Jaden, I think, Error. Okay. Six five, six six, broad shoulders, freak athlete, um, light skinned kid, kinda looks like Blake Griffin. Um, nice smooth jumper, just needs some skill. How old is he? Uh he's about to be a junior. Okay. Hanford West, huh? Uh, Jaden. Yeah. Yeah, Jaden. I just watched uh, Ebo play this past weekend um, in L.A., and uh, he stuck out like a sore thumb. D1 for sure. No nice. doubt about it. Nice. All right, something to watch no out for. No doubt about it. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, man. Well, we uh, – man, we're excited for Thursday night. We're excited for you. Yeah, man. Oh, we are, man. It's a big week. Big week for Fresno. Yeah. Can't hey, wait. Hey, I'm sorry for keeping it uh, a little bit too blunt if, if, if that was – no, you, you know I mean, that was the case. I didn't. I don't mean to hurt any feelings. You know what I mean? But you know, I got a story to tell. That's what we're here for. We're telling stories, man. That That's was awesome. You guys keep doing what you. You guys keep doing what you're doing, Jason. You my guy. When are we in town? I mean, let's all let's all meet somewhere, yeah. yard house or something, and just you know, you know what I mean. You too. I just. I know. I just met you. Um, <laughs> shoot me a DM on. Shoot me a DM on Twitter so I'll, I can hit you back. But yeah, hey. Um, you know, I love the city. You know, it's you know, it's tattooed on me. You know, I, I let everyone know where I'm from. You know, what I mean, to to a fault, but you know, we got to do better. And it's you know, I mean, let's let's hopefully, you know, with the resources we got, we can start making change for the better. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Like, instead of these these politics, man, this he say he over here, he's with this guy. We're too small, man. We're from Fresno. We ain't like that. We ain't like L.A. When I moved to L.A. this past year, Jason, it was it was it was unreal seeing how much better at basketball they are because there's a gym everywhere there's no one's hating about gym time there's it's just it's unfair if the biggest it's one of the biggest cities in the world doesn't think like small-minded why are we we're behind the eight ball we got to change that you know what i mean so you know let's 
you know, there's going to be some things we do in in uh, in the future. And, you know, God willing, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful to be where I'm at. You know what I mean? I'm, and I still got a long way to go. You know what I mean? I'm not content. You know, I'm just, I'm thankful God gave me the vision to help these kids. You know what I mean? And be, it put me in a place to help, to help the city, you know? De- yep. Definitely, man. Well, once again, just, you know, thanks for, thanks for joining us, man. You know, we're going to put this out on draft day and on Thursday and, you know, enjoy yourself this week. You have, make sure you have a hell of a week. No, man, I'm going to be busy running around. We get in the gym tomorrow night though at nine. So <laughs> we go into the NBA PA facility and we go in the, shoot our gym we're gonna probably get in there for about an hour an hour and a half so i'll send jason i'll send you some pics but it's the the nba facility is i think it's about 10 minutes from where we stay we stay at the western right now so it's about like 10 minutes from there and uh it's just a blessing man it's a blessing you know that's soak awesome. it all in that's awesome man well enjoy thank you once again mike for taking the time man i appreciate it always appreciate you all right man that's it off the bench podcast You've been listening to the Off the Bench Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Pod Off the Bench.